Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody and welcome to Two Mics One Mic podcast, the show where two mics talk on a mic about life. I am one of the mics, Michael Joseph Consolmagno Jr., and with me is the other mic, Michael Anthony Zarzana. This is M A Z, and this is M J C, and this is the place to be to talk about everything. Why do you always pause before you say my name? Like you have to think about it. Because it's the dramatic entrance. You have to think about it. I do have to think about it. <laughs> You've said my name how many times? You know what it is? I've said it when we first started the show. We we did we didn't have this whole preamble. And every single time, there's been some type of stutter. Either I've forgotten to introduce myself as one of the mics, or I didn't introduce your name, or in the beginning, you were saying your own name. So now, it's almost there. I thought today was like the closest we got to yes. perfect. I was waiting for you to pause, though. I was like, he's going to pause, pause, and there we go. You know what I also have to do? i got to remember to call you Mike. I almost, I don't want to call you Michael Joseph Zarzana, because in my mind, that's what's happening. I'm saying Mike, well, my I name. I called you MJZ once, so. Yeah. Once. Once. So I'm Once. good on that. But you know what it is? Anthony's also in my name because it's my uh, confirmation well, name. Joseph's in my name, so. Is it? Michael Anthony Joseph Sarzana. So it's your confirmation name. Yeah. So our middle names are flipped. I'm yeah. Joseph Anthony. I don't know if you ever knew that about me. Yeah, I did. and, this, and We've had this conversation? Never, no, we haven't, but I just never really even thought about it. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's stupid. Well, we're talking about names, no, so it came up. Clearly, our family is just not uh, inventive. No, uh, no. Ours, well, if you're Italian, uh, you can only have Mikey, Tommy, Sally, Joey, Anthony, and we, you know, so we got three of them. or Salvatore, remember that. Yeah. You can go both ways with yeah. Sal's. You can go both it's ways either Michael or Michael. Yeah. Michael Nobody Michael. puts Mike on your fucking thing. No. Then you, what are you going to cut to? Meh. 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 <laughs> Meh. Yeah. Meh. Meh. Okay. All right. We are here. It's episode eight. It's our Captain America Civil War blowout episode. Me and Mike both went to see it on the opening night, which was Thursday, May 5th. We went to the premiere showings. I went to the first showing at the theater I went to see it to, and I think Mike went to the first showing at the theater he went to see it to. We did not see it together because we wanted to save all the goodness for the show. We waited a week to post this for the simple fact that we wanted to be able to talk about spoilers and stuff. And if you haven't seen it in an entire week, yeah, you be. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And the same people have lives, but at the same time, you got to realize we have a show to do, and we want to talk about everything, so it is what it is. Yeah, and you know, it, there's a lot of other shows that have already had their reviews up, like, and they review it, like, and they put it up. It's like they can't wait to get it up the first day. Give people a chance to see the goddamn movie. Or have, give, give yourself a chance to really absorb and talk about it. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I didn't like that. Oh, yeah. I, I like that. Oh, I hated that. Wait, I missed that. But you don't do that in the first day. No, no, absolutely. It's raw emotion. Raw emotion, we've been saying this is the greatest movie ever made of all time. This, yeah. An hour after. And plus, you know, we're in a podcast and we don't know when people are going to hear it anyway. So if we post it the week it comes out, if we post it the week it doesn't come out, you know what? We're not going to see Chris Evans again for another two years. If you want to find out about something about Captain America, at the end of the day, we're going to be here and we're probably going to have the best discussion about it you're going to hear. So... You're going to have to wait for us. I, That's I, all. I believe this, personally. I believe this as well. I'm just saying. And we're going to talk about it as geeks, as fanboys, and we're also going to talk about it as filmmakers. Yes. And uh, I, I loved this movie. I'm going to start this movie, I'm going to start the talk off by saying we ranked all the Marvel movies last week. Yes. Top this, five. Top <laughs> Now, this is a new movie into that genre, so where does this now rank for you, Mike? 
Does it knock Thor two? Knock it. It knocked knocked out Thor two. Finally, belongs. It doesn't belong in the top five anymore. My top five. Your top five. So how how do you feel about this one? I know you posted on Twitter. It's the best Marvel movie. Yeah, that was right after you saw the movie. It is the best Marvel movie, and I'll tell you why. Marvel movie. Marvel movie. It's got the Winter Soldier, Mm -hmm. and it's got the Avengers mixed. Yes. So to mix those in this way and make it that entertaining and and that passionate, yeah. you got to make it the best small movie. Now, uh-huh. do I think it's better than Winter Soldier? No. I don't either. I can't believe we're on the same page, but I thought you were going to blast me for this. But no, no, but here's the thing. Again, Winter, you saw Winter Soldier, but once you take that almost, and I don't want to say this, re- realistic or grounded version of that superhero, yeah. but you put him in this world, in this realm, or with his buddies again, it's not grounded anymore. It's not grounded, exactly. So... Is it a better Marvel movie than Winter Soldier? Yes. yes. Is it a better movie? No. 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 It's, so I it's can't believe Winter you said that. Soldier and it's Civil War. Sometimes I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I look at you. I look at you, and I'm like, "This is this is the boys growing up. The boys growing up. You're the guy that told tried to fight you me. That fucked di- movies up for me in my life. Let me tell you something. You're the that. guy that tried to tell me the first Daredevil was good, and we had arguments about this. You didn't hate the first Daredevil when it came out. When it first came out. Oh, but I never said it was a good movie. I I always had problems with Daredevil. We all had problems with that. Even no, but you like, but you like passionately but, defended but it, it from your kingdom. It was, it was. I was in a relationship, and we like, I cloned myself with <laughs> Ben Affleck, and 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 my girlfriend was not J Lo, but no, the Jennifer. We had that. But she was also problems like Jennifer was for Ben. I'm joking. No, but, not yeah, that one. Yeah. No, no. I just, you don't remember which girlfriend it was. So no, <laughs> like you had so many. There's been so many. Yeah, Wait, wasn't no. the redhead? No, it was before that. It was, uh, oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. Then I was wrong. Then I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I'm just saying. Daredevil was how long ago? Daredevil long. Was. It was over twelve years ago now. So it was 2003. Long. Something. It was. I don't know. I don't. I, I try to forget that period of my life when Mark Stephen Johnson was allowed to touch comic book. Movies. Yes, 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 yes. But I just. Like, I'm proud of you because you said exactly what I came here prepared to say, and I actually came here prepared to fight you on this. And now there's no fight. Remember, but I, the only thing I will say is that it's a better movie. Yes, but there are a lot better things in this movie. Oh, I, I agree. There are sequences in this movie that are absolutely breathtaking jaw-dropping, I couldn't think of them if I tried, made me jealous that I wasn't the Russo Brothers type of sequences. Yes. Absolutely. But I do agree with you. If Winter Soldier was a five-star movie, this was like a four-and-three-quarter star movie. From, yeah. It's so close. Not, even more than three-quarter, like four-and-fifteen-sixteenths. Like, and, 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 and um, the Winter Soldier, uh, this is more for the ten people to look at the YouTube video, but yeah. just because I want to show, I'm showing him, I... Yeah. I I was watching The Winter Soldier with, like, you know, my my my, my hand on my chin, like, hmm, wow, it's the story. It's getting into your head. All right. But in Civil War, I'm at the agency, like, uh. So it's like yeah. two hands on my, like, uh, eating popcorn. I got a second round of popcorn. I've never got a second round of popcorn. No. And I got a refill of my soda, which I've never done that either. And I'm like, popcorn, popcorn. I'm like, what the fudge? It was what pure motion. Fudge. It was. Exactly. So. Yeah, windows open. Oh. That's right. If you're just hearing a little bit of hum or a little bit of street street vehicles, we left our window open. It's it was a little warm. It was a little warm. That's right. Sorry about that, guys. No big deal. But Mike's Mike's absolutely right. I, I I noticed in this movie myself smiling, and I was like, I can't. I I was like, how long have I been smiling? Because it was so involuntary. My like my cheeks were hurting from how I couldn't stop smiling, especially the airport sequence, especially all the stuff with Spider Man. I it was a nonstop emotional. Successful emotional experience of joy. What I, you know, what I really, when I walked out of that movie, I yeah. had one thought in my mind. I, did you have a thought in your mind besides any negative thoughts? 
We'll nitpick later. Later, but no. Do you have what one thought in your mind? I'm not. What was? What, did you have any? Because I had a thought that came in my mind. What was your thought? Do you had anything? My, I was. Or, I, I, see, I just want to see if we're together. I, I, <laughs> honestly, I didn't have any one raw emotion because I, I just came out of the movie actually thinking about the show and trying to put a checklist together of what I wanted to talk about with you. Okay. So when the, we stayed for the full credit sequence because now we know to stay for the end credits. But you really don't have to. <laughs> no, it used to be Thor's hammer setting. Now it's just, to set up the next you movie. could have just added these scenes to the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You really could have. Like there was, it's not a Doctor Strange end credit sequence that is the next Marvel movie. So you would think that nothing with the Infinity War, nothing, nothing with uh, uh, Ant Man and Wasp, nothing with Thor Ragnarok. It does. It does so funny because it sets up the next Black Panther slightly. Black Panther movie slightly. Yeah. Shows which, which is a while from now. It shows Wakanda. Yeah. It shows. It shows. Okay. Uh, we know he was in Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> and we know he's the Black Panther. There's no need to show so, okay. a big Onyx Black Panther. I do. Statue. I no. I do wonder what they'll go with that he's housing the Winter Soldier. It's an easy draw. He may be not only be housing the Winter Soldier, he may be housing the Secret Avengers. Yeah. Which is not, they didn't say Secret Avengers in the movie, but as a comic book but fan. But they're Avengers and they're not supposed to be in there in Secret Mix. Yes. Yeah, the Avengers. Secret Avengers, which was a, a book and which was part of the fallout of the original Civil War comic. There were a group, well, part of the Civil War comic, there were a group called the Secret Avengers, which was Cap's group. It included Luke Cage and all those guys in the book, which isn't in the movie. Even though Luke Cage is yet to appear, he'll be appearing in September. But here's the thing. The Russo brothers are doing it in, in the next uh, Avengers movie proper. But they're not doing the next Black Panther movie proper. So I believe it sets it up for their next Avengers movie, per se. But I don't think we'll see them again in the Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. I think what we'll see in the Black Panther movie, and this is what I hope they do, is a little bit of Captain America 1 and a little bit of Captain America 2. I hope they go into the history of Black Panther, maybe show past Black Panthers... And then bring us up to speed then, with T'Challa. Then, because then, you know, at, at, in some variations, and um, I was never a big Black Panther comic guy. I really wasn't. It depends on who writes it. The character has strong roots, and he's a he's a strong character, but he... Uh, I've seen yeah. the Mary variations, and there have been a few in the cartoons. Yeah. Which, you know, um, the Ultimate movies, which is the Ultimates, but, you know, they fuse a couple of things in, in this movie. They mix it up. They use yeah. it all. Um, and Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which today is the greatest cartoon ever made for superheroes. Oh, Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes. The yeah. best ever made. The one before Avengers Assemble. Yes. yes. Which isn't bad. They've gotten better, but that's more this world's, you know, this time frame's Avengers. Yeah. But whatever. Um, you know, T'Challa's father is killed by, I don't even know. Claw. Ulysses G- Claw. Okay, not in this one. In this, not one, in this one, well, no. he helps, but it's he gives the other... no, no. Claw is the villain from Event uh, Ultron. No, not him. No, in the in the cartoon, Earth's Mightiest Heroes, Claw helps some fucking other rival guy that wants to. Be oh yeah, the white gorilla. Yeah. The white gorilla from the that other nation. That would state. not yeah. fucking play, because they were using spears with force fields. It's just it's too up and down. Yeah. Where this is, they're in the midst of the jungle, but they're high tech. And they live in high tech. And they're hidden society. Yes. Uh, they, they, that, but uh, why do you have a force field and you use spears? Well, the spears are vibranium. They can. They, they're they're the same strength of Captain America's shield. I get it, but yeah. he could lose them and just zap you. With they have, they could do that. They can have like things that explode you to death. Like yeah. before, you know, you know, it's a. It. They feel like at the end you saw Wakanda in this, and you, the society, you know, in the jungle, their own country, da da, but they're not living in shacks. You know. No, I mean? no, no. They're very high tech. They're actually in suits. 
they're very fine tailored suits and as like when that. they first appear. They're very much part of the, of the modern world, but their own society as well. And what I did, and this is, I don't know, we spent a lot of time on Black Panther so far, and um, there's even more to say, but I want to get to what we were talking about. Just one quick thing is when we talk we about jumped this, off the emotion before you we left. We jumped off the emotion. I, I, the first part of our conversation, let's make it fanboy, let's make it geek. I don't want to get too deep into themes yet. And, and part of the geek fanboy talk is they had a, uh, a friggin', they showed, um, oh my god, a cameo. Which, if you're a fan of the comics, they threw a lot of... Russo Brothers are very good at peppering stuff in the comics, but not hitting you over the head. In the comics, for a time, T'Challa wasn't Black Panther anymore. He was ousted from the throne. Mm -hmm. And his sister took over, and his sister was Black Panther, and she's in the movie. She comes right up into into Black Widow's grill at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she is, in the comics, a future Black Panther. We'll probably never see her in the movies, but it's nice they threw that in there. They have two Black Panthers. They could. They could do something like that. And another Black Widow fanboy moment they threw in is in the comics, the Winter Soldier was a Russian machine of death. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him and Black Widow... You don't know... You don't... Well, I think you don't know me, but that also... Have met in the comics. But they also met in the last movie, too. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't meet his friends in the last movie. But they weren't friends right now when they were fighting. No, but she <laughs> she said it to him in a way of like because she ha- he had her in a very compromising position. She said it into to in a way that was like you're my friend or you, you know we have a past. You, you, tell me you know me, not not just oh you know me so you're gonna kill me again. It, it read it read more of a secret history behind them, which is from the comics as well, mm. and which is now that they've announced they're gonna do a Black Widow movie for Phase Four. Maybe they'll get into that. Maybe right. they'll have a Winter Soldier. They're going to have to because I'll be honest. With you, I like Black Widow. Yeah, but a standalone movie by herself, I don't know. Well, they could do like you said. They could do another Winter Soldier type of movie, a spy movie just starring Black Widow, which may be cool. Yeah, but the Winter Soldier had Falcon. The Winter Soldier had the the the, the Winter Soldier. Maybe Black it had Widow things. Maybe it'll have Nick Fury. Maybe Sam Jackson will come. Back. I would have no problem with Shield being in there, but it's God. It, I just don't. I don't know how. Pumped, I'd be just to see her. she's the only Marvel character in it. I don't, I don't know. No, I, I would rather have a Hawkeye movie. Personally, that's just me. Oh my god, he's so amazing. Come on. There are three guys in this movie that don't have a lot of screen time, but every single time they're on the screen, own it. But I need to go back own to. It. Wait, wait, we, we left this seven minutes ago. I need to go back to the feeling I walked out with. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we just ahead. get to that and then we'll go. Pull, yeah. Remember where we're at? Yeah. You had no emotion. You were doing the checklist of. The I, I did not, not have emotion. No, no, I, a I specific. A specific emotion. My specific emotion because, and this is. Yeah. You loved the first Captain America movie. Love it. I liked the first Captain America movie. I would. I know the Russos are doing all this stuff, but I would love the Russos to do another Captain America movie, but in the past. Oh, like uh, some some adventures we didn't see when they do that, like the montage adventures. I yeah. mean, if they can just stop smacking around Cap's fucking villain rogue gallery like they're garbage. Yeah. How great would it have been to see a, a, a Zemo then? Uh, I, I you know we're not gonna get that, but that Zemo, Baron yeah. Zemo, like come yeah. on, or, or or any of that, or Baron Struck, or just any of his characters. Like you know, remember we see Captain America, Winter Soldier, uh, uh, First Avenger. You see Captain America with the uh, first Avenger, and you see this montage of him fighting. Yeah. That could be going on for months. Months. There could have been so years. much villains and things in between that. Years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they do a time lapse. We don't know how long. They don't ever tell you how long yeah. it's happening. But everybody knows he's Captain America for a long period of time. Yeah. I think they would make it because they do do ground and stuff. My biggest problem with Captain America, uh, the first Avenger, was I didn't love all the CG. Yeah. That was my big problem. I, I know everyone's like, well, you know, I like, I really like the movie. He loves, but just him jump, like the one scene that gets me when I'm like, eh, 
was like when he was jumping over that, jumping off that overly gigantic tank. Tank, yeah, the it one, the one so machine, yeah, that, fucking that terrible. Tank, yeah. It didn't look good, and I feel like that was back then. The, the director that did the no, not even back then because they make movies that look that good back then, but it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. The guy that did the Rocketeer directed that movie. Yeah, Joe Johnson. And he did not change his style. Anything he did didn't, and some of it did not play visually. That was my problem. All right. If I get sucked out of a movie because of a visual, I don't get sucked out of the movie. Yeah, completely. Which we'll nitpick later at the end of this about the, yeah. the uh, Civil War because I did get sucked out of the movie once or twice. Yeah, I got sucked out of this movie once or twice too, in a big way. Yeah, I got in, in a big yeah. way. But but here's the thing about now back to where you were. Here's a, no, but here's the thing about that. I want to play off of that. Okay. We'll get back. We're, we're definitely we're gonna get back to the guys. We we're only in 15 minutes. I feel like we've covered a lot. Yeah. We're we're talking really fast. Get your New York ears on. I know we got a lot of listeners in UK. Probably half our audience, which is all five of you. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, my Khan brothers. Thanks, England and we'll, sisters. I know. Just try to stay with us. I know we talk a little fast and, and we have funny accents. But Jungle we'll, Book. We'll get there. Uh, hey, Luke. Uh, hey, Luke. Jungle Book. Jungle Book. I love him. Anyway, anyway, uh, anyway, but here we go. Back to the Captain America idea. Thematically, as movies, this really does close a chapter on the first Avenger, Winter Soldier, Civil War. War. It feels like a f- completion of a trade it's paperback. It's the best trilogy so far. Yeah. And it feels like a completion of a trade paperback. Okay. And there are themes in this movie, which I want to talk about in depth. I don't know if, if we can get there just yet. Maybe I can bring it up. But I love your idea, because you can actually set up... I actually thought to my head is, if they want to do more Captain America movies, this, this tied up Captain America story so well that you'd almost have to start the beginning of a new trade paperback. And the way you could do that is by going back to the beginning, showing a mission... That has to deal with the now. So instead of just having a whole movie in the past, have something where the flashbacks mean something to what's going on today. So maybe you could do something where there's a scientist he saved, right? Well, I, already, I, I have it. I have a, I'm pitching it. I'm pitching it right I, now. I have the pitch. You're stealing my shit. I want to pitch something. All right, go it's ahead. Not this. It was my idea. Do I came pitch. up with it. Do you pitch? It's only fair. I had this right, motion right, for you. Uh, hey, Russos, if some reason you fall upon this podcast... We could direct the next one, too, we, if you don't yeah, want to really, no, Yeah, we could, but no, I won't take it for you, because you usually did great. Yeah. Very simple. And also, bring and sh- bring back that little love interest uh, with Carter. Have him visit the grave in the beginning. So you always like to start it off in our time. So yeah. we as people can go, well, not us, but other people, dum-dums, could be like, ah, oh, we're here right now. And he's visiting, in secret, yeah. the woman he loves. At that point, it might have to be, but whatever. Maybe with Talk, Sharon. With Sharon talking. Yeah. And then, you know, there could be action secrets now. Of something that you were about to go into, and then you can go into it. Then he visits, mm-hmm. then the flashback. Then you go into his time. And I, I don't want to come back out. I don't want to stay there for the whole movie. Come back out at the end. I don't yeah. want to go in and out. I want to just enjoy the story back there. Yeah. And at the end, come back to our time to maybe set up whatever's coming up after that bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that, that, but I, I just, I just, I just feel like, you know, him and Peggy and, 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 uh, what was the freak, the, the uh, Dum Dum Dungan and all those guys. The Howling Commandos. The Howling Commandos. You know, bring them and, like, have a really great story. And use somebody that you didn't kill. Use the Red Skull. Because in the middle of the scenario, he's still there. Yeah. But, you know, hire Red Skull that actually wants to play the Red Skull and really puts all his heart and passion into it. Um, not just gets, you know, casted because he has a good voice. Anyway, so, I mean, that just... And that's how you could bring the Red Skull back. Well, here's what I... And recast him. I'm just saying. Yeah. There you go. Well, here's my, here's my idea. And it, this is a little off the Civil War conversation, and this goes into the comic book series. When Captain America was missing in the ice, the American, the, the government made a new Captain America, and they made a new super soldier serum, and they gave it to this guy called John Walker. Uh, you, that's USA agent. But before USA agent, they, they had a guy that kind of went nuts from it. 
So here's what you do. I like USA agent. Here's what you do. You go, Captain America now is a fugitive. They can easily do USA agent. He should be the nomad. No. <laughs> Dude, they may, they may call him nomad. They, you know, Tony's got the shield back. They may give it to somebody and be like, hey, you're the new Captain America. And cool. Cap may go, hey, all right, I'm the USA agent. You know, get a new, he's in Wakanda, get a new shield from those guys. Man, it's, yeah, it's like, you took my shield, I'll just get another Yeah, one. fuck, I'll just wear the black, man. I'm, I'm going to wear the black, red, uh, white, and red. The black with the fuck. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, we're getting off topic. Just to go back real quick to my pitch for Captain America 4, all right? You go back, you start in the past, Captain America, with an adventure with the Howling Commandos, saves a young boy who later grows up obsessed with Captain America, becomes a scientist. It is now later on, the 50s, 60s, goes into the Super Soldier Serum, which uh, they noticed in the Incredible Hulk, they had a whole bunch of different super yep. serum tests. You have this Captain America that they make, who kind of goes nuts, and they put him in freeze. And now it's later on, and this Captain America that they made, which is the legacy of the old Captain America, comes back alive and starts causing problems. So now you have Steve have to fight as the Nomad. You have to have have to have <laughs> fight the, the insane Captain America that was all tied together throughout these this history, and you call the Mar- the movie Captain America Legacy because it's about the legacy of Captain America, and there you go. Can you have yeah you, you have movie one of a neutral of a new new period. Here we go, done. Done. Locked it. Thank up. you, Marvel. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, back to the movie. Love us. Back to the movie. I got real close in the mics. Love us. Love us. Back to the movie at okay. proper. All right. Well, I was saying there was three guys in this movie that, from a total geek fan point. That steal the show. They don't have a lot of screen time. You get to pick steal same one, I get show. to say one. You get to say the last one. Say one, I get to say... All right, so I get three? So, yes. No, no. You get three. There's only three, I think, that's all right. So you go oh, first. Oh, Spider-Man, let's, obviously. So go with Obviously, I have to go Spider-Man. Let's, let's just go Spider-Man right now, and then we'll go to the all next. Right. Spider-Man is perfect. Pitch perfect. He's only been Spider-Man for six months. Which I love. Which I love. Which I love. Kind of erases the continuity of, of Maguire, of, of the other English guy. I still wish he had glasses on. Continue. He's, but he's six months. He already found out that he doesn't need glasses at this but, point. But he just said how he, I, I didn't play football then. I can't play it now. So well, put a, your glasses back not on. Everybody, but he, if it's going to hurt his eyes then because he, now he can actually see. Right. Why would you wear glasses if it's going to... It's you, a secret identity. Did you ever heard of contact lenses? Nah. He could have just told somebody oh, so about contacts. He could have told all his friends. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, like, Spider-Man uh, I like the glasses. I do like the glasses. I feel like it works. I guess maybe they don't want to do the Superman thing. They're like, let's just step away from the glasses. He doesn't need glasses. Well, he wears a mask. Superman wears a glasses because it's his disguise. No, I know, but he had bad eyesight. Now all of a sudden he has... Oh, I guess you could say contacts. Yeah, right. yeah it's Continue a model. Go. Uh, I, Spider-Man is pitch perfect. There are things they change, like him living in an apartment instead of a house in Queens. But, you know, if you've ever been to Queens, there's not too many suburban no, houses. No, not anymore. Not anymore. So I don't really necessarily mind that. Aunt May is smoking hot. Marissa Tomei, You're oh, it's so good to have you back so I can masturbate to you again. Oh, ridiculously, oh, ridiculously hot. hot. No. Sorry, Mom, for that joke, but uh, uh, she's she's The she's actor smoking. playing Peter Parker yeah, <laughs> wishes that she wasn't his aunt. <laughs> yeah. We will get back to my nitpick about this later because it'll derail the show. It will absolutely derail the show yes. because it actually gets me angry. But Peter Parker is pitch perfect as a young Spider-Man. They cast him really nicely. I've never seen Tom Holland in anything, uh, but great, yeah. great. He plays smart. Yet, yet geeky and, and, and so at the same time. It's something that these other guys never caught. Tobey Maguire always played it too sweet, and the new kid always played it too cool. I can't believe I can't remember the kid. Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Uh, Garfield. I didn't know you were even at... Oh, you said Tobey Garfield, Garfield was always too cool. This kid acting against Robert Downey Jr., acting against these major talents, holds his own so believable and so likable in the few screen time he gets. And as Spider-Man... Now, the movements, they kept very similarly to the other movies. But the way he interacts with the other heroes, 
he talks and he's funny and he's involved and he and he knows things and he's not dumb and he he doesn't have he invented the fucking webbings and and he's impressive. impressive. I, I what I what I my my the most the thing I like the most about this Spider Man, and it was funny because we made we made the the comments that how powerful Spider-Man is, as they showed him stopping a truck going yeah. 50 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, show they how showed how strong he was. For the first time in the movies, they really were like, yeah, the kid's strong. Yeah. yeah. So, but, yeah, he's inexperienced. Absolutely. And the thing about Spider-Sense, you know, everybody's coming, huh, he would never get hit, but clearly Spider's been hit in the old comics. Yeah. The reason being is he's never focused. Yeah. So, he gets hit a lot. But the be- the biggest thing is, it's like, Captain America, for all intents and purposes, is the fighting ability of Batman. Uh, I firmly believe, in the Marvel world, I yeah. firmly believe he's the best. He's I know people fighter. say he's not the best fighter. I say he no, he's is the, the best hand to hand combatant in the Marvel universe. So he knows he can't fight uh, Spider Man hand to hand, but he's out to be able to outsmart him in a fight. Not out, I say outsmart him in a fight. Not outsmart him in the world. We don't, you know, because yeah. Speed Brock is very small. But in strategy, one, strategy, strategy. Yeah. he was able to beat him. And Cap, and that was the big army we were having. Like I was like, oh, Cap's going to beat him. If they go hand-to-hand, he's going to find a way to beat him. And it's like Batman. He beats everyone. And he did beat him. <laughs> so, they yeah. didn't knock him out. He beat him, but Spider-Man actually... Spider-Man hit everybody in that oh, goddamn yeah. team. He, he, he got licks in on everybody. Well, Spider-Man. Right he anybody. took down Winter Soldier and Falcon together. Well, that's not hard to do. Together. Listen, we love them. They're great characters, but they are B compared to an A. <laughs> yeah. Those are B characters. I know, but I'm just saying, like, you know, but he still took out two guys, two guys at once. And what I love... Here's why the spider sense doesn't... A, he's inexperienced. And the spider sense is an instinctual thing. And when you're a thinker, like Spider-Man is, he overthinks. And sometimes he doesn't pay attention and, to it. And here's the thing, you're in a fight already. You're in an intense moment. And he's a moment. kid, and he loves these guys. He actually doesn't want to hurt his heroes. I love that they make the fact that he, he looks at Captain America with awe. Yeah. You know? Well, like I said, here's the thing. Your spider sense goes off if you're in danger. Yeah. Yes, he's in danger surrounded. But they're him. not trying to kill him. Uh, again, still he knows someone's going to come at him and hit him. Yeah. So here you are surrounded by guys that are going to hit me. So your spider sense should be going off the whole time. So you ain't going to notice a guy running up on your shoulder punching you in the face. Yeah, no. Your sense is already going off. One on one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like an overload, which he made a comment. I'm over. They made sure to put Spider-Man in a scenario where he isn't Spider-Man five years and doesn't go off and wreck the entire team of Captain America. Yeah. Like, I'm wrecking you. Except maybe Wanda. Yeah. Wanda don't have to hit him with her hands. No. So that's... I, lo- I love the way the suit in motion, too. It looks... He looked like really good Spider-Man. And even when... Uh, I, I, the material of the suit, they made sure to show you, was cloth. It's not a metallic material. Because there's a part where half the mask is on It looks good when it's on him. Yeah. When he's just laying there. When he's laying there. Half the, and he's like... And uh, it's so funny. Iron Man's like, you're done. He's like, what? What? No. No. I'm good to go. <laughs> and I like... And I also like the fact... Because he did get tired. Like, yeah. He's just not used to... He's fighting at this point now in the Marvel powerhouses. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not a powerhouse yet. Even Winter Soldier and Falcon have been in the shit. Yeah. They're, they're, he, so, they're I, actual I, soldiers. Right? I feel like he has never faced a supervillain yet. No. Six and, months. Just street-level guys. He's trying to do good for the neighborhood. They made it... I think they kind of made it hinted at that he's never... Yeah, he's never seen so somebody with powers. every supervillain lined up that he could fight now. Yeah. Because... And I'm, I'm, I can do this. I know it's always seen this one on camera. That I'd love you know what? Take it off. Take it. Take the blinds off. You have never seen any of his villains done by Marvel. Yeah, no. So every villain he's fought as in, in other movies, I am now erasing. Yeah, er- they're completely erased. I feel like they want to go in, make Spider-Man movies, and use the guys they've already used. You know why? Let me show you how to use Electro. Yeah. 
And like Electro well, sucks. A, oh, yeah, want to see how Electro doesn't suck? Well, here's the reason why now Vulture makes a lot more sense for me. Because in the original comics, Vulture was the very first super-powered villain he faced. Yes. Amazing Fantasy 15, there's no villains. It's just his origin story. In Amazing Spider-Man number one, he goes to join the Fantastic Four, which we can't do just yet. Come on, Fox, play ball. Yeah, big comic. But in the issue, the half of the issue is he faces the Vulture. So if Marvel really wants to make the young Spider-Man the first villain he faces is the Vulture, I'm totally on board with that now because now it's it's Marvel Spider-Man. We're 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 keeping true to ourselves, and Vulture's your first. And then you can set up Harry Osborn. You can set up all these other guys. Here's my ish, and Marvel, please, for the love of God, you've done this in the past. Do not, I repeat, you do not make Spider-Man's Rogue Gallery throwaway characters. Do not every villain he fights, well, for the most part, you make them worthy to be on camera. Yes. That's all I'm asking you. Because I could very easily see the I'm Vulture like, being a background villain, because in some aspects he isn't the, the he, world's greatest villain. No. But don't make him a throwaway character. But, but he can have one good story, which is the thing. Like, you know what, yeah, the Vulture isn't a guy we're, we're going to see in a million movies. But you know what, you can make one kick-ass Vulture story, and that's all you need to do. And you could do it. Yeah, and this comes from a gripe we have with the Captain America villains. Crossbones is literally thrown away in this movie. You knew, he, you knew Cap wasn't going to die. You know why? The guy that kills him dies in the beginning of the movie. They, and they blew him up spectacularly. I do like the fact, though, that it, it led to the repercussions of the rest of the movie. It was their, it was their inciting incident. It set up a big deal. It set up a big deal. So in that sense, he was, and, and really, he's not going to be in Avengers movies. No. So in that sense, I guess the Russo brothers are going, where else are we really going to see Crossbones in the Marvel Universe? The next time we see him, it'll probably be a totally rebo- rebooted universe anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? But throwing away Strucker in Avengers, that, no. yeah, come on, Strucker is a big deal. No, I don't He's a big deal. That. I'm not with and that. And I honestly really loved Zemo. I mean, they completely erase his backstory and to make a new backstory. But I really, really love this villain. When we talk Marvel Universe has weak villains... They just introduced the second strongest villain in the Marvel Universe, and the guy never even got into a physical fight. Not one punch was thrown at him, and he didn't throw one punch, and he wins. Yeah, yeah. And he wins. See, Zemo is funny, because I was talking... Not one physical... Realize that? Not one physical altercation. Yeah. I don't think he'd win any physical I know, but just saying. It's, it's interesting. No, no, no. Very strong villain. He's basically put in there... Which I also said, honestly, did you even have to call him Zemo? Anyway, um, you really didn't have to. Like, you didn't but have he to. was just as smart as Zemo. Zemo yes. is. A, he's a planner. Yes, yes. I, but I love his costume. You know what? They could have called him the Mad Thinker. I mean, yeah. the Thinker's another guy. Or, the you know, he, they could have used other characters. Yeah. just saying that. All right, maybe. Um, you know, he was there to push the plot. Yeah. He's a background villain because they needed a background villain. They didn't need a major. Like, we don't need them to fight anybody. Yeah. Like, they're going to fight each other through this whole movie. I don't need a villain like that. Yeah, but... We need a smart villain to push this story on to get them to where they need to go, and they did it great. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if he was a, you know, if he was maybe more of that Baron Zemo, sword, you know, fight, he at one point he would want to, you know, you know, run through Captain America. I want to kill him with my hands. No, I don't want to kill anybody with my hands. I just want them all to die. You know what I'm saying? He, I want he, them just all want, he wants them all to fall apart. Yes. He doesn't want the Avengers to be a presence in the world anymore. Yeah. He doesn't want them to be an effective presence in the world anymore. He, and he wins. He, he, he creates a schism that pretty much destroys the Avengers' autonomy. Uh, they, they can no longer operate freely. Zemo absolutely, completely wins at the end of the day of this movie. Yes. Now, none of the heroes die. War Machine is crippled, but then again, he's in a metal suit. His powers are relying on tech, so even if he can't walk when he's outside the suit, 
that really doesn't listen. They 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 made really a, they made a microchip for Felicity Smoke on friggin' Arrow. They can make a chip for him to walk. It really, you know what? Yeah. Crippling is really not anything to even. I wasn't even once he was alive. I was like, all right, whatever, he's fine. Yeah, like really, he's fine. They'll figure out a way to make him walk. Whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. it. It's finished. Done. Yeah. They'll make electronic legs. You know, they'll do something. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, the de- the deaths are in this movie are. There's one that's actually emotional because it it create it finishes a storyline, which is Peggy Carter's death. We really gotta stop doing this though. What? Start off with something and jump off and not come back. But this is what we do. We talk. I know. But, but this is what people listen to us. All 20 of them. I really feel like we should finish what we start and then... But what did we started? What did we start? The top three characters. We went. Oh my God, one. we did. That's what I'm saying. I completely forgot. We just, It's fine though. I'm we sorry, started sorry, a whole half God. hour. All right. You know what? And I wanted to get back to this anyway because this is part of the film's thematic structures that I wanted to talk about as films in general, not just geek fanboy stuff. So let's, let's rewind. Go back to the geek fanboy stuff. Character two. Mike. Paul Rudd legitimately steals the friggin' screen every time he's on it. Which is appropriate, because his character's a thief. I mean, I am like, you, you know, they... He was a huge presence in this movie. Listen, listen. Huge. Listen, here's the shtick. If they would have made this movie, Mm -hmm. okay? Before Ant-Man. Before Ant-Man, and Ant-Man came out after, Ant-Man would have made Winter Soldier money or close to it. I'm sorry. This was the greatest commercial for Ant-Man films going forward. This made everybody get on board with Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. His, major, major character. His wit, his comedic timing. Who is he again? Paul Rudd. No, I'm joking. I'm playing off the Tony Stark thing at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, man. Like, I, that, I feel like that was thrown in. That's not, that was hysterical. Yeah, that's not even a line that they wrote. That was just something they did to get it off each other. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, they show... You know what he can do now. He's now his Ant Man. His movie's so small. Ant Man's and no <laughs> His story is so concealed and 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 fun and almost childlike for the whole family. The Ant Man movie that when you drop him in here, you're almost like, how is he gonna do with all these? Yeah, guys? I'll tell you how he does. One, he goes and gets his licks on everybody. Everybody. Another another guy that, that runs runs ranch shot. Ran now shot. now I stayed spoiler free as much as I've ever had. Yes. So and I didn't think it was gonna happen. But in the freaking when they're fighting in the airport, now there is no Hulk. There is no Thor. No. You don't have the big powerful being right now. You have vision, but well honestly I'm starting to get you, not like the vision. I he's kind of getting a little yeah. he's getting a little boring. Yeah. Eh. We'll get into this. We're gonna yeah. we'll get into the nitpicking later. Yeah, but yeah. um not bad, just because yeah. he needed. Yeah. Um anyway. So they need a big distraction. And as soon as those words came out, I jumped up and go, No, they're not. <laughs> I've only done this once. In a laboratory. I passed out, but we'll give it a try. And he fucking goes giant man. And let me tell you, the entire audience, and my wife and his... Uh, you said it doesn't matter. You said it sounds fine when I'm the microphone. Yeah. Don't touch my mic! My wife... Your voice is getting giant. I'm sorry. My, w- <laughs> my wife and my and my sister-in-law and my our good friend Ernie, who had no idea, really, go, wait, oh, shit! And there he is, and there's your big, super powerful, and we'll get into the super strength, but not right now. No, we did that last week. Let's leave that on the shelf. If you want to know what we think about Ant-Man's powers, watch episode seven. So, and there they are. They're having to team up to fight just Ant-Man. Even Vision zapping him, he's able to put his arm and stop it. Yeah. Because, and you know, the suit, they may look much nicer. Much nicer. I I think the helmet's still a little weird, that silver sleek, but... 
let me tell you something. The giant man moment. My the audience I saw it with. There's a, there was a few moments that were like you. The whole audience reacted when he got big. Everybody in the theater fucking cheered. Cheered. We were clapping. For man. Paul Rudd. People that I know didn't see that Ant Man movie in that theater. Yeah. Cheered for him. Yes. And, cheered. And he was just. And the, I mean that character, man. And the just, Iron Man comment afterwards was perfect. Anyone else got any surprising, incredible powers? We don't know about it. <laughs> they have. They have made fun of themselves, which I think is going back to Hawkeye. With, you know, we're in a flying city, fighting robots with an arrow. None of this makes sense. No. We don't live in a world that makes sense. So when they I comment... Love, I love when Spider-Man even said to Captain America, your shield just doesn't doesn't listen to physics. It doesn't, no. it doesn't play the, rule, the rules of physics at all. It was because, like, and if it did, guess what? It'd be boring. boring yes. so who gives you? But I think... Spider-Man, I'm not, you picked Spider-Man as your number one, I, I'm kind of at this point. Yeah. Because you know the problem, is, that's why I have to watch the movie in its entirety again, which I've actually watched the movie a few times illegally, but I had to for research reasons. For research reasons. And to see it again. But anyway, you paid your uh, money. I did pay money, and, and the dining theater is not cheap, so yeah. I made their fucking money. Um, I was looking so much to see how he was as Spider-Man, that I didn't enjoy him as much. But I've seen it again a few times, just yeah. sections, and I, and I love him. But I didn't expect Ant-Man to steal anything. I didn't expect No, Ant-Man. I didn't expect... Why do I keep Ant-Man? Paul Rudd to steal things from people. I didn't expect it, so that was great for me. I didn't expect him to come in and be such a presence either. I didn't... Like, every line of dialogue he has nails it. Nails it. From the minute they open the van and Cap's explaining, well, you know, this is going to make us criminals. And he's like, all right. Yeah, I'm... To the fight... Yeah, to the fight sequence when he... Even the, the stuff is... Like, we're talking about the Giant Man stuff. But even the things they do with him as Ant-Man. Getting into Tony Stark's suit. Pulling like, I'm, I'm your truck. conscience. You I forgot about this. I'm your conscience. You haven't listened to me in a he while. He throws the truck. It explodes. Oh, my God. I, I thought there was, was a water, water truck. truck. A water truck. And he looks at him like... I mean, he fucking... And by the way... That's how you do Russo's. That's how you do comedy in a movie like that. Yes, and not make it obnoxious. Congratulations, the Russo should make every movie. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm really excited that they're doing the both of Infinity Wars movies, uh, which they're not calling Infinity Wars anymore. No, which is change. what I like too, because I hate part one, part two crap like they did with Harry Potter, even though that was based off books. You know, yeah, it's Avengers three, Avengers four. Just name it. You know, obviously they're going to be tying together. They're sequels of each other. They're part of. The but there are movies movie. in between them. Yeah, exactly. So you so got to remember that. So just you know, the next Avengers movie is whatever. You know, Avengers. Infinity Wars part one. Yeah. The whole team gets killed. No. Avengers, <laughs> Avengers Space Ghost. Stop playing with your hair. I know, I can't stop. I Leave it alone. I'm looking at myself. We're going to start throwing a, 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 a fucking towel over the camera so you can't look at yourself. I'm just going to slip the nipple this, this week. He wants to slip the nipple so bad. There. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we, told, we, we promised him last week. two of our five we, viewers. We, I don't care. We promised him. I'm a man of my word. All right. If I promise something, I'm going to do it. I'm not slipping any nipples. We did a nipple. All right. It's going to be in the hashtags. Let's not turn this into a Mike and Mike podcast. Let's, no, go, no, back, no. let's go back to All right. what back. we're here to do today. All right. So, okay. Spider-Man Paul Rudd. Who is your third guy? I wonder if you have the same third guy as me. My third guy is Hawkeye. My third My guy is, is absolutely Hawkeye. Done. You know, we knew he was in the movie. He's in all... He's, he's you know, we knew Ant-Man was in the movie. We knew, we knew all these guys were in the movie. I didn't realize that they were going to give him such a small role. But when he shows up to save Wanda from the Vision... they have. I like they have a relationship. Yeah. Ever since the brother died. I feel like... He took on an older brother role. Yeah. Because they constantly kept taking care of each other. Yeah. Which I wonder if people miss this. I, no. I feel like I do feel I loved it. I feel like regular movie goes are gonna miss these things. Yeah. You have to go see more if you're just a if you're listening to this podcast, but this is, go, but this, is this is why this movie isn't as good as Winter Soldier. Because now I, I know this is Captain America three. 
So as a moviegoer, I'm expecting people to watch Captain America 1 and 2, right? Yeah. The required, mat- required material for you to get full enjoyment of Captain America 3. The reason why the movie is a little weaker than Winter Soldier is because Winter Soldier, you don't need the Avengers movie to watch Winter Soldier. Yes. All right? You can watch Captain America 1, and you can watch Captain America 2, even without knowing who Nick Fury is. Cause, well, he's at the end of Captain America 1, so it's okay. Without knowing who Black Widow is, because she's a big role, because they introduce her in the opening sequence with him yeah. and establish a relationship that she's an agent, she's a spy. In Captain America Civil War, there are characters here that if you didn't watch Age of Ultron, you have no idea why they're important. You know what I mean? Oh, did you see the but you hear um they still tried to very little to touch on the past things. Yeah. But they did say moving forward, they are no longer doing this anymore. Doing what? They're no longer doing the putting stuff in movies to catch people up. Oh, good. At this point, as it has been enough. Well, no, we now we are. Now we're, it's not, a comic book. we're not adding something in there just so people, yeah. for some reason, you know, like that's and they, there was a comment which I, I retweeted on the Twitter, retweeted on the Twitter. Uh, that's what it says, retweet. Which is why it makes it a good Marvel movie, but not a good. Well, not it is a good movie, but it makes it a great Marvel movie, but it doesn't make it the greatest movie yeah. of the Marvel movies because it is a now a Marvel. Comic book movie. But let me say right now, this is a Captain America movie. Absolutely. And let me point out, my favorite character in the movie was Captain America. Yes. Let me tell you why. I personally, and you read this every now and again, and, and this is wow, where I feel... Podcast going quick. Yeah. Nah, whatever. Yeah. We'll just keep going. Um, <laughs> There's one thing I wanted to say about Hawkeye before we get off on track. Oh, okay, okay, good. The, the, the other reason why I love the, the Hawkeye character is he has two big interactions. One with Wanda, which we talked about, the brother-sister thing. And which he's, is really and he's, cool. he's always funny. You know, talking about the family is funny. But they have him face off against Black Widow. And if you've watched the movies now, you know they, they have a relationship, a uh, working relationship that is very strong. They're best friends. And they're fighting each other. And he's like, are we still friends? <laughs> you know? I like that Wanda gets pissed. Yeah, that he's pulling his punches. You're pulling your punches. Yeah. Which, assuming that Black Widow wasn't pulling her punches. No. She's a professional. So... But she's not. She's so... Devo- she's so good, Scarlett Johansson. You no. know what's so funny? I've watched her now in these movies. And, you know, I was a Scarlett Johansson fan just because she's a good-looking actress. She's I've never been, been a Scarlett Johansson fan. But, but as an actress, I was never, like, big on her. No. But she has done now in the... Maybe it's the Russo brothers bringing it out of her. She played... But she was good in... When she, yeah, yeah. When, she yeah, played yeah. such a good role because she probably had to play the, the, the most the hardest acting role in this movie because she had to play a role where she is both sides. She's the woman in the middle without being a romantic woman in the middle. Yeah. She's the person in the middle and that's Black Widow. Black Widow is the one that has is is the person in the middle of, of good and bad. And she plays the she plays it so pitch perfect that you can see the struggles she has with her choices on her face. No matter what she does, she's wrong. And I like the fact that she did release her entire past. Yeah. So now she kind of can leave a li- live a little free. Yeah. All the things you've done, you know, like at the end of, uh, uh, what was the movie? Uh, Age of Ultron. Or, or, yeah. 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 I do forget some of that movie as once in a while. But, um, you know, you're not going to arrest me. Seeing what she's done, yeah, you could arrest me. Yeah. <laughs> but I we save worlds. We yeah. save this world. You're not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, So, but that being said, you know, I want to like her. I still don't watch any other Scarlett Johansson movies. No, no. Uh, I don't but, preferably like her in anything else but Black Widow. But she did, she did, she did a really good act, acting job in this. Yes, film. yes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel like, Very I don't good. know. Yeah. When you're surrounded by talent, yeah. too much talent, you either step up 
or you get the fuck out. Yeah. And she has to step and up. And everybody did great. I mean, the guy that played T'Challa, great. Oh, but he's a good actor. Didn't expect it, but, yeah. but great. Yeah, yeah, but he is a good actor. He's a good actor. So Paul, I, I, I wasn't like, shocked about his being good. I was like, well, no. he's a good actor. Why would he not be good? Yeah. I guess the weakest actor in it was uh, Paul Bethany as the Vision, but the Vision himself is a, kind of a bland He's character. a robot. And, yeah. You know, he's a cyborg robot, whatever. And a synthetic man. Yeah, so yeah. I guess what do you really... Ex- he's Jarvis. Like, basically, he is Jarvis. Yeah. He's Jarvis in a, a robotic body. So I guess he'll always just be that. Yeah. Because I said, you know, Vision was a little ant to me, but I've never... Who's really been a giant Vision fan? Yeah. But they did set up him and Scarlet Witch well, where my wife was like, oh, do they get together kind of thing? And I'm like, yeah, in the comics, they eventually get together and get married, and and then they fall apart, because, you know... The only thing I liked that the only... Okay, so they slightly set up Infinity Wars, you know how? Because they talked about the Mind Gem. The Mind Gem, when he takes a zap, and he's like, how did you miss? I don't know. Yeah. He misses um, Falcon and hits War Machine. Yeah. But he shouldn't miss, because, like, he's, you know... Perfect. Like he would be able to move his head and catch him. Yeah, he couldn't. He didn't focus, and this so that stone is starting to very little bit. But that's what I like. But he also had the conversation wrong in the movie yes, how yes. he wants to be free of it and be his own, like truly be his own person. Find out he, what he that controls is. him, or he could, or he controls it, or maybe one day yeah. I'll control it, which he will not. Um, yeah. But and he, like I feel like the Russo's like you need me to talk about. We need to like put the infinity something. There's your little bit. Yeah, there's your little bit. Don't fuck up this movie, please. Like, right. back up. So, all right, we got we got 15 minutes left in the movie. We got we got we got through the geek stuff. All right, real quick. Did we? Not <laughs> not really. But I really wanted to talk about it as a film with like because we mentioned it as a Captain America film, right? So here's here's what I love. Oh about, no, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just finish the, the comment. Okay, all right, so Captain, we got all three. Right. Oh, Captain America. I love. Uh, the second scene I went buck nutty for. Was when he fucking curled the helicopter. Now, oh, he looked. You're like he's dude. gonna lose. He's gonna lose this, and he did not. He brought it together and brought it in. I every once in a while, even in the comic books, mm-hmm. you tend to don't know how strong Cap is. Yeah. Some people say he's at the height of human strength. That is no human no. on the planet that can <laughs> curl a helicopter. Some fans might be like, he's not that strong. I personally, as a huge Captain Marvel fan, feel he should be. Exactly how strong he is in this movie. Yeah, it was it was perfect. Can was you nice. measure? Can you measure the strength of a man pulling back a helicopter? Now, a helicopter's not a jet; no. doesn't take off that way. But that's a lot of pe- pounds per pressure. He's stopping, and he wasn't doing it easy. There was real oh strength. no, Chris. That was Chris Evans' moment where I don't take my shirt off in this movie, but this one's for the ladies. That was his for the ladies m- movement. No, he's doing yeah. he he's doing the veins are about to explode out of his neck. Yeah, but he curls a helicopter. So that being said. He is, and when he switches his grip, it was like boom. boom. Yeah. It was like oh, there you go. So here we yeah. go, guys. Guess what? Captain America is superhuman strong. Yeah, and that's I love. That's Captain okay. America has a legend, this which I like. They're like, okay, he's been he's been the 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 the, the up and up schoolboy style Eagle Scout. Okay, he's been in all world long enough now. Well, he's, he said in Avengers, you've never seen me pissed. In this movie, we see him pissed. You've never seen his dark side. You, you see him pissed. Yeah, you see... You, you, you got to get him there. You see Cap... You, you see you see the kid from Brooklyn creep out. Yeah. The street kid. You see the street kid creep out. But she was a street kid. Right. So, I mean, people forget that. He has his morals, and he will never compromise his morals. And I don't ever want him to. Don't no, but do he's that. a tough son of a bitch. But don't make him always... Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Oh, no, we have to love each other. He tries to be polite at all times. Yes. And, and he almost went to the dark side by saying, I'll sign it. Until, of course, you you know, they're keeping Wanda in the house. Yeah. They, they Pretty much the against arrest. her own will. Yeah. He's like, what are you... Oh, come on! I almost bent over and gave it to you guys. Yeah. But yeah, fucking did it again. 
Captain America is the driving, the point of this. Sebastian's name was great. Every character in this movie was great. Every actor, everybody, Thunderbolt Ross, as small as he was, you can see him ready for that. Right, Hulk. You can Whatever see him He's coming into the next movie. Uh, he played too big of a role to not appear again. He's going to be the Red Hulk. Right. Anyway. So let's, let's talk. I want to talk about it as a film real quick. And uh, maybe I'll go. Captain America 1, 2, and 3. This is a true closing of a trilogy because it deals with thematically what we started out in Captain America 1, which is the young kid that wants to serve his country. All right? His driving force is to just be a good presence for his country, a good presence for the world. And at the end of this movie, he leaves that country presence alone to be his own man. So we go from a kid that his whole identity was to fight for his country. He identified himself as doing good for the greater whole. To now at the end of, uh, the end of Civil War, realizing I don't need to stand for a country for the greater good. I can just stand on my own for the greater good because it's the principles that matter. Not what the government says, not what the country says. The principles of being a good person don't change. Mm -hmm. So thematically, it closes that chapter. Another chapter that it closes is Bucky's chapter. Yeah. Bucky started as the best friend who then falls in awe. Sorry, that was my phone. Who then falls in awe of, 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 his, of his friend, of Cap, where he was the ladies, and, and, and then becomes dark. And then now gets saved, which is which is a you know a closing of, of Bucky's character as well. But what it also does is, and when I didn't realize it, what was going to happen, and which is why it's great that Tony Stark is the main antagonist of this movie, is because there were three relationships in that Cap had with this movie: mm-hmm. Cap with Bucky, Cap with Peggy, which it obviously closes Peggy's relationship because Peggy dies in this movie, and it leads Cap to f- to future things with with Sharon. So it's the ending of of Cap's uh, of saying goodbye to his past completely. Yeah. You know, and now he has to look forward to the future. So it's closed the door on his past with Peggy's passing. But so Bucky, Peggy, but Howard Stark. In the first movie, Howard Stark is a major presence, and he's the third relationship that is touched on in Captain America: The First Avenger. So now that his son Tony is in the last one, it's almost like you didn't really even need Iron Man to have Iron Man movies. It would have made sense just to have Howard's son. Howard, Tony as Howard's son in a third Captain America movie because it's the last relationship we have to touch on from the first Avenger. It's the last closing of a chapter we need to deal with. We need to deal with Howard Stark because of he, he was part of Captain America's world from the beginning where he hands him his shield. And now at the end of this movie, because of the different world that we're in, he's now giving the shield back to the Starks, back to Howard's son who he just can't seem to find an accord with. Now, real quick, I'm not going to cut Mike off while he's talking right now because this is his shtick. So yeah. I can listen. Continue. So that's what I loved about these movies thematically because, yes, they work on a superhero geek level. But they're not just here to feed us the superhero. They're not just here to do the Batman versus Superman. They're not just here to throw shit at the wall. The Russo's brothers sat down and said, let's look at these movies as a story, as a complete story. And when we're talking about it as a complete story, let's see where it started. Let's see where we're going and let's see how we're going to end it. And, and showing Howard's brutal death by Bucky. Uh, showing Maria's death, uh, which, is, which is Tony's mother. And, and having Tony be the guy that, that Cap has to go through is such a fulfilling thematic moment that it, it just, it's what makes this the best trilogy in the Marvel Universe. How uncomfortable. Which is Did where Avengers pre- fail. Because yeah. Avengers doesn't have a through line from one to two. It's yeah. just a bunch of shit thrown at a screen. How Weird, did you feel or uncomfortable when Tony was watching the footage? Oh my god, heartbreaking! It's like, and you saw it in him. 
Heartbreaking. And you saw it in him. And by the way, this is why, on the next episode, Michael Consul Magno, Michael Joseph Consul Magno, will tear apart Kyle Smith because I'm going to let him read Kyle Smith's review on this movie. I didn't read it yet. Oh, you're going to read it. Uh-huh. He ripped this movie as, like, the worst. He gave two stars and said how it was, just, like, one of the dumbest movies and how Batman and Superman were better. Oh, my God. We're going to... Okay, oh, my God. Um, you're going to bring it home. You're going to read it. Yeah. I want you to read it for the next two weeks. Okay. <laughs> Every day. Okay. And I want... And, and I... This guy clearly doesn't think of movies this, the way I did. He shut his mind off. He has... Unless... And I'll say this. Unless it, it's a artsy-fartsy mm-hmm. guy turns to girl, somebody's murdered, somebody's raped, somebody's yeah. killed, somebody turns gay, somebody turns into a lesbian, somebody turns into a... Do- unless it's something of... Well, it's all this... You know, it's it, it's got to be something on that level. Yeah. He likes to go into a dictionary, use the biggest words he can, he, he, that he's able to pull out that makes sense, because talking, with, you know, just saying something straightforward yeah. is not good enough, and trying to make little quips and this and that, and and anything. He is, and I and I post this on Twitter. He yeah. is the worst critic because he goes into movies with a negative thought. Pro- you don't write something yeah. like that unless you went in and thought about. As a critic, I would go in and think about what I'm going to see, who's directing it. How it adds up to everything yeah. else they've done. He went in. You could read this. You know he went in with negativity going into that movie. Yeah. Believe it at that. You will rip him apart next show. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I just don't get why he didn't see what I saw. That uh, he didn't. Why well, I saw it. It, it. it really is the strongest Marvel trilogy because it treats its past as if they're telling one story. You know, like that's where Iron Man, the Iron Man trilogies fall apart. That's where Thor two fell apart. It doesn't treat Thor one as like an opening chapter. It doesn't. There's no thematic ties. There's character ties. But there's no thematic ties. Yeah. It's why Avengers 2 completely fails. Because the only thing Avengers 2 did was try to be bigger and better than the first. But there's no thematic ties to the first Avengers movie. I mean, they, I guess with the mind staff, they tried. But Captain America is just the strongest series because when you watch one, two builds on one. Well, you know, when you watch three, three builds Ultron on two. Ultron was one. here to build Civil War. Yeah. No, that's what it's it was. Almost, it's almost Captain America 2.5 at this point. You, you know how they say this is Avengers 2.5? No, no, no. I feel like Avengers was Captain America, Winter Soldier 2.5. Yeah. Uh, Ultron, because they needed Tony to get to a place where he agreed with these people. Because everyone's yeah. like, that was another thing. Tony would never agree with this. Clearly, you're not watching these movies correctly, because clearly, there's a reason why Tony agreed. Yeah. Because, and the Russos give you a little here, somebody's son that died, just in case some of you assholes that still didn't get it, yeah. why he's saying yes. That's just the Russos being a strong filmmakers, because they don't, even though you kind of need to see Age of Ultron, the Russos still tried their best to make everything in this movie in this movie. So if you didn't see Age of Ultron, you could still feel it. So that was their way of, of making the what happened at Sokovia real for this audience. Because they're smart filmmakers. They're, they don't want to assume... Even though you have to kind of see Age of Ultron, I don't think they want to assume that their audience needed to see it. All, the only thing they wanted to assume is that you saw Cap 1 and 2 because this movie is a closing chapter and a thematic follow-through from those movies. And if you snatched movies. out all the other superhero stuff and yeah. tried to piece together just Cap, Bucky, and Falcons, and even... And even Tony, because he's you, Howard's son. You, uh, and I'm saying, pull out everything. You could maybe piece together this movie much shorter... Yeah. And see a, a complete another sequel to actual Winter Soldier perfectly. Yeah. Because when they do that stuff, it's almost like they film that stuff differently than they film everything else. Yeah. They do. If you look at it, yeah. they film that stuff 
if I mean, like when we shoot, you know, Bucky and Cap, and when they're fighting, and Falcon and Black Widow, when they're alone and they're on you, we're gonna film like we filmed this movie. But yeah. we, they changed from what it looks like. To well, me. You know what's so funny to me? My favorite little moment in this whole movie. My favorite, favorite of all things in this movie, of all the great action in this movie, of, of even Bucky flipping the motorcycle around, of all the great things this that happen cool. in this movie, yeah. my favorite actual moment of this movie is Captain America kisses Sharon, and then he looks at the car, oh. and the look from Falcon and, and, and Bucky of just, Bucky, that's my Bucky boy. smiling like, this. I never thought he'd get a hot chick, yeah. like, and I've seen him kiss a girl, and Falcon's like, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Was, that, was my, that was my, I've been in that moment. Yeah. I was macking on the girl and the friend's just sitting there going, that's, that's alright. That was my, yes. that put such a smile on my face. No, it was good. It might be the perfect moment. It might be my favorite moment of that whole I, movie. I gotta, I, I'd say 90% of the jokes the audience laughed for. Yeah. You know, one or two things might have missed, but at yeah. the end of the day, 90% of the jokes. All right. I don't want us to really run along. I really want us to stay on point. We talked a lot about this movie. We, we have nitpicks. I don't know if we want to spend the last five minutes nitpicking. Yeah. Or just, all right. Here's nitpicks real quick. We've mentioned this. You had to have seen Age of Ultron to follow this movie, especially the WandaVision stuff. We already dealt with that. Major nitpick. Last four minutes. Oh, are you going to start with you? No, wait. All right, go, go, go. Mine's quick. small. Mine's go, 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 cool. Go, quick. Right, listen. I understand you want to do a straight out, but don't, I'm trying. Don't, I'm trying. Don't, don't don't rush it. I gotta go to Costco after this. <laughs> I gotta run another four miles. Anyway, um, Costco's worth the CG, four miles. <laughs> yes, yes. Some of the CG fell a little short. There was one major thing that I said, guys. Yeah. You fucked up. When Cap in the beginning gets knocked down mm-hmm. in the original fight, he falls, hits the window sill, hits like a, a metal dumpster thing, and lands. It was really jarringly bad CG. You could have done a guy falling out of the window on wires. That was a little lazy. You probably would have saved a little money on that too. That even the people, my, I looked over when I saw because it, it looked a little weird, and I looked over at people and they're like, eh, that was bad. Yeah, bad yeah. CG. And honestly, just build the fucking suits from the neck down and give them CGI legs. Tony's head flopping on that CGI Iron Man. It was too clean in the background, yeah. and thus being, it was. It you could see that the neck was slightly not. Yeah. That's my nitpick, guys. You're going to have a lot of CG coming, Russo's. you got to be on that. We don't want Thanos at any point looking like... Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's my nitpick. All right. Starting. Major, major, major nitpick. And it, and it has to deal with, with my, my boy, my Jody, my Spider-Man. Peter Parker. <laughs> Peter Parker is a good kid. He's respectful. He's all about responsibility. His parents died, and he was raised by his Uncle Ben and his Aunt May. Now, I know Marissa Tomei is hot, but you know what? She's in her 50s, and this kid is, in his, is 19, but plays younger in the movie. 15 in the movie. 15 in the movie. He will not look at her as a, hot, as a hot woman. He will not look at her as a contemporary. He will not look at her as a friend. And when he walks into a goddamn room, he's not going to be informal with the woman who raised him and be like, Oh, hey, May. And he's going to say, Hi, Aunt May. And at the end of the movie, when he's hiding something, like under his arm, the spider signal, and... She leaves the room. He's not going to go, love you, May, like he's, she's his fucking friend. No. It's your aunt. Call her Aunt May. God damn it, Marvel. And you know what this is from? This is from an old gripe, all right, J. Michael Straczynski? If I ever see you, me and you are going to have fucking words because you put it in the books and you put it in these kids' heads that it's okay for Peter to just call her May. Did you notice that every other writer besides you has never done that and before this and before this movie? So, Rooster Brothers, stop it. Stop it. Kevin Feige, stop it. I'm talking right to the big man. 
people at, at, at Sony, you know what? There's one thing you did right. You had him call her Aunt May. That's it. So Amy Pascal, get into Kevin Feige's ear and be like, look, Kevin, I know you can control the movies, but it's really, you know, we really have the rights to this guy. He's got to call her Aunt May because that's, that's right. That's what a kid does to the woman who raised him. They're not informal. Come on, man. You're smarter than that. I expect better than you. What is wrong with you people? Okay, and, and you took me out of the movie. This was my movie. If I gotta watch a whole movie of Spider-Man: Homecoming and him calling her maid to his her face, I'm gonna lose my fucking shit. You don't want me to lose my shit. I'll find you. I will find you. I, oh. And I work for you guys, so please don't fire. Me. <laughs> yeah, watch your mouth. <laughs> please don't fire. Me. Just keep me on iron fist. Now, when I first, when I first, I honestly, I'm gonna know the truth. I didn't even notice it. That's how oh, I it, I it was, took me right out of the it movie. It took him right out of the movie that I didn't even notice it because the awe factor hit me too fast. And I love Spider-Man. I clearly don't love Spider-Man that much. But I looked, I stepped back not being as close as, and, and, and didn't know about the, that Aunt May shit from that comic. No. Yeah. I like that he said Aunt May and May. I, I didn't have a problem with that only for the simple fact. Here's the thing. as In a movie-wise, like I understand comics, but I take myself out of the comics and I go into this movie. One one thing that he said to me in a comic in the homecoming that he went with the work called her mom once. Because in my head I'm like, he says May for two reasons in my mind. One, May mom, which made me sick. I was like, don't please, don't say May because it starts with M and it's only three letters. May mom, you know. Okay. Second, the only thing I said, well, he does kind of admit when he's talking to Tony, that's Aunt May. Yeah. Don't you, you know, know that. But in some scenarios and in some movies, when the aunt takes the role as the mother, now we don't know when they died in, in this world. Now yeah. remember that. I don't know where Uncle Ben, maybe six, I'm assuming six not months. An uncle, not Uncle Ben. Oh, his parents. We don't know. Could have been 10, could have been 12. We don't know. Yeah. So, and we don't know the age of Aunt May in this movie. Now, we, she's, the actress is in her 50s. We don't know that. Yeah. So until we figure that out, you're taking somebody's kid in, even though you may, and we don't know how great their relationship was before. He was with Paris. She might have just been the net. Well, yeah. That's man. I love man. But you know, it's man. She may have went with the because she's younger, more temporary. You know, Peter, you could talk to me like a friend. You know, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I get that. But remember, this is not his movie yet. Yeah. We never know. He can get into home and go. You call me Aunt May, and she could snap on him. Say I'm the parental when she may have to be, and he no longer ever says that again. But yeah. we don't know. So yeah. I understand it takes you out, and I get it. But you have to think, okay, maybe they're going to... Now, if they don't go that way, and it's just like, ah, she's young and hot, we don't want the world to think of her as an aunt, that's fucking lazy. Because ants can be hot. I've dated ants yeah, in my single days. Hey, hey, hey. moms! Hey! But he, I, I did, after watching the credit credits... You know what? In the house, in the, in the movie, didn't bother me. It's it bothered really me quick. at the end. It's really quick when he first walks yeah. in. And I don't think anybody but me, who's a really in tune to Spider-Man's world, was going to pick up on no, it. I couldn't but really... they make it so clear at the end credit sequence that he's not Love calling her Aunt May. Love you, he's May. just saying May. It, it's, it's, it's annoying. But, you know what? I don't want to ruin the rest of my day. i got to fight a lot of people at Costco. It's fucking dangerous on a Saturday. i got to plan my route what out. Going to? May, what's your problem? It's Aunt May! My name's Lisa. But before we go, i got to sign off for you. Here we go. We're going to end the show. You have a sign-off? What do you mean? I, I was going to end the show. I was going to do a sign-off. You, you, A, don't end the show. What are you talking about? You never end the show. I have an ending. You don't have an ending. Sayonara, Aunt May! Bye.
Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.